Hi, it's Wendy Friesen, and I am going to talk to you a little bit today about how to make miracles happen in your body. Because, you know, I, I'm sure that you've heard a lot of really big claims. Some of them might even have been from me. <laughs> because when I use hypnosis with my clients, I see these miracles happen, and I like to share them with people so that um, you know that there's things you can do to affect healing in your body even when you feel it's not possible. So the more I share these stories with you, the more that you have a chance to say, hmm, this might just work. I might as well try it. So what I'm going to do today is teach you just some of the basic principles of what you can do to put yourself into a state of trance, but then create the cellular communication that you need to hopefully affect some condition in your body. There's a few different things that you need in order to make a miracle happen in your body. And, you know, by miracle, I mean, what I mean is I've had clients over, you know, boy, 15 years, I've, I've seen clients that have been completely, you know, just given up by their doctor. There's just nothing you can do. Or, um, they've been to a pain clinic for a couple of years. And one man in particular, the pain clinic was giving him so much morphine and he'd drink a fifth of rum at night so he could pass out because pain was so bad and they couldn't help him and we got rid of it in three sessions on the phone um, and people have had migraines that like there's an injection you give yourself for migraines and one of my clients had become immune to that so there just was nothing that would take her migraines away and at about three or four sessions we got rid of them because we found the cause so here's here are a few things you need to create a miracle in your body in some cases physical conditions that you're struggling with have a really strong emotional component, something that creates a conflict internally. Generally, it's hidden from you. You may know that you had a traumatic event that happened at some point in your life, but what you don't know is the conflict that exists that's struggling within you. And, and when that conflict is stirred up by some event that happens now or some emotion that's triggered, it sets in motion a series of events that ignites areas of your brain that do all the things they know how to do to react to that emotional stress or that conflict and it gives you the migraine or your back goes out or your allergies flare up or your chronic pain gets worse or you know any combination of horrible or your IBS oh my gosh IBS using hypnosis 85% success rate long term in reducing or eliminating the IBS um, symptoms. That is amazing because the doctors cannot figure out what to do to help people with IBS. And yet here we are with this mirac miraculous cure. You know, it's, I don't want to say cure because I'm not allowed to, but, but I said it anyway. Um, it's a miraculous cure for IBS and it's published. It's the research is out there to show that hypnosis does that. And then we have surgeries that are done with only hypnosis and people feel no pain because it's possible for the brain to affect the cells in that way and make them turn off the pain receptors. We have women giving birth. I mean, just this woman I talked to, she so matter-of-factly said, oh yeah, and I also used your childbirth um, CDs and I had totally a painless birth. It was great. And I'm like, well, that's a miracle. That's it. Well, and it's, maybe it's not such a miracle anymore because people are doing it all over the place now, all over the world. They're using hypnosis for childbirth. Okay, but I digress. My my purpose in this is in about the next 30 minutes to really help you understand and be able to implement the skills of creating cellular communication so that you can have your own miracle. Okay, so the first thing I said was sometimes there's an emotional conflict. There's something that happened. To find that, you're going to either need to 
See a therapist who can help you look at parts therapy to find the self-sabotage or the positive intention or call it secondary gain. Understand? A hypnotherapist can lead you through the different stages of finding that secondary gain issue and releasing it. Now, I have CDs that also do that for you, like on my back pain CDs, there's a process that takes you through releasing that conflict. And on the headache CDs, finding that core cause. And on the chronic pain one, of finding something that might have a secondary gain issue. So I do put the therapy on the CDs. But now, back to where we were. That's one of the first things to do. You want to find out if there's an emotional component that's either creating the positive intention or secondary gain to your condition. Okay, the next thing is you want to change the way that you're being triggered. So for me, I found out that my back pain, which was intense and unbearable at times, and sometimes it would last for like weeks, and it's so bad that I could hardly move. Um, I found out that it was being triggered by my financial situation. And this is when I was a very new hypnotherapist. I had had the back pain for about 10 years before that. And I started asking that back pain what it wanted and what its purpose was and finding out the information I needed to figure out what the trigger was. And in times of financial crisis, that's when my back would go out. And then I started thinking, oh my gosh, that's right. All the times in the last 10 years when things got really stressful financially, boom, my back would go out and I would be laying on the floor for days or weeks, barely able to move. And it was so interesting to find that connection. So, so finding the emotional trigger that is triggering your condition. That was a really important one as well. Now, the next thing is creating the cellular communication. You want to create something that is um, a link from your brain as your brain sends the messages down through your spine, through the nerves in your spine, and sends it out through those nerves to whatever part of your body that is in pain or having that problem. So uh, one of the, the man that I worked with that had this pain in his foot for years and years after a surgery, um, what we did is we traveled down inside of his body all the way to the foot on the inside and we healed and resolved some of the things that his mind saw as the cause of the pain and we did that three times and we also did some tapping EFT and the pain was gone. So somehow his brain just didn't get the signal and it's kind of a longer story than that. I'm not going to go into the whole thing, but his brain wasn't getting the signal that it could stop the pain signals. Headaches. Um, usually there is an emotional component and you have to find what it is that originally created that headache. There's some event, some trauma, um, something that the brain understood in an emotional way that created an emotional intensity that to this day holds that memory in as a bundle of emotions just waiting to be triggered. So now with a cellular communication, back to where I was there. The way that I look at it is that if you're going to take a journey inside of your brain, you're going to look for in your brain an area that you imagine to be the place that sends the messages to heal a part of your body. You don't have to worry about getting it right or about what the brain really looks like or how the brain really sends the signals. It turns out that it's enough just to imagine that you are in that space in your brain and that you're observing and following the messages as they're sent to your body, okay? So that's what I want to teach you today because that's probably the one most valuable thing you can do and it's the simplest one to learn.
how do how did I do it for my back pain? Um, and this is this is kind of cool. What I did is I would get into trance and imagine I was going into my brain and I would just pretend that I'm finding the place in my brain that controls the signals that go to my lower back and back to my brain. Because remember, you're feeling the pain in your brain. It's not in the part of your body you think it is. It's in your brain. So now once I would imagine what that part of my brain looked like, I could imagine it as sparks of electricity, or I could actually imagine like neurons and receptors and dendrites sending messages and zapping them back and forth. Or I could imagine buttons and levers. When I look at, um, when I look at working with kids, I ask them, you know, to look at buttons and levers and switches and colors. And sometimes they have little creatures that control these parts of their brains. So whatever way it looks to you is fine. It's a metaphor. It just represents the potential action that your brain is taking to send those signals to your body. Make sense so far? Your head goes up and down. Yay. All right. Once I've found that, then I want to give it a color or a symbol or something that represents that activity of my brain. Now I travel slowly down through my spine, observing the nerves as I imagine them to be sending the signals. So I might imagine little pulses of light being sent down through the nerves, following it all the way down my back to the place where the pain is. So now as I get down to where that pain is, I take time to observe what I would imagine it to look like from the inside of my body um, with tissues that are inflamed and with nerves that are just raw and red and with um, bones that are maybe a little out of alignment or things that are rough and sharp and intense and hot and whatever I imagine them to be. Okay. So however you imagine it, even if you don't exactly visualize it, whatever you imagine it to be is just fine. Okay. You don't have to invent it. You just allow yourself to observe it. Now, the next thing I do is I zoom in. I let my mind imagine that I'm going in closer, zooming in, seeing it at almost a cellular level. So I start to see the nerves closer up. Then I go even deeper into the nerves and I look at them as these cells and I start soothing whatever is damaged. So let's say your mind perceives damaged cells that are inflamed and creating swelling, or you're, you're seeing bone area that's jagged and rough. You imagine yourself smoothing it down, soothing it, relieving the swelling, you know, I, sometimes I imagine I'm putting blue gel on there. I'm cooling blue gel that's going to take the swelling down instantly. Sometimes I take a paintbrush that's dipped in a beautiful light and then I paint on this healing light and I decide that that light has a healing wisdom that I have no clue about. But I'm painting on that beautiful healing light that has all the healing wisdom that is available in this universe. Next. Ah, get ready for a miracle. <laughs> I'm not kidding, you guys. This is how it works. I don't care what part of your body you do this to. You get ready for something miraculous to happen. All right. Now, I want to do that. Now, I zoom back out. I move all around it three-dimensionally. Notice all the areas of my back. And then I make sure everything is like soothed and back in place. If a bone seems out of place, I imagine that I'm putting it back in place. All the nerves have calmed down and there's a beautiful flow of color. The blood is flowing smoothly, bringing oxygen to the cells to create rapid healing. Then I slowly begin my journey back up 
through my spine. Again, still observing the nerves and the pathways and just imagining what it looks like. Might even put some sound to it, like a nice, beautiful piece of classical music. Ah, <laughs> and when I get back up to my brain, to the place that controls that, I do kind of the same thing to the brain, make sure it's a color that's very soothing, give it a sound that's a warm, soft, pulsing hum. I also ask my brain to continue to send the messages of healing to my back and my back to send the messages of being healed back to my brain. Now, here's the other part. And I'm actually going to lead you through that in a moment. But here's the other part that I like to do. I want to decide when my back pain is going to be better. So whatever it is you're working on, whether it's your foot, you know, your uh, pain in your neck or pain in your knees, whatever, IBS, you know. Uh, so tell your mind that you want to have this condition resolved, relieved, healed, um, to feel comfor comfortable or, or whatever it is you want. Tell it when you want that to happen. For me, this is the way I would put it. And usually I would do this like if I'm going to bed at night and I'm, before I fall asleep. And do the process of going in and, you know, doing all that repair. And then I say, in the morning when I awaken, I will feel completely relaxed. My back will feel good, will feel flexible. It will feel comfortable. Now notice I didn't say that the pain will be gone. Um, and it's really important that you don't install those words of pain because when I talk about pain, what do you first think about? You, you probably are thinking about a body part of yours that has pain and you're actually recreating right now how you feel those sensations of pain, right? Yeah? Okay, so don't use the word pain. So I want to say, in the morning, my back will feel very comfortable. It will feel healed and it will feel flexible and I'll be able to move and walk. And then I imagine myself getting out of bed and being able to move and do the things I want to do. And it's really important to get that programming in there. Because, you know, your mind really, it's, it's so compliant. It will do what you ask it to do. So the mind will then initiate the brain to do whatever it has to do to make that scenario a reality tomorrow morning. Um, and it will, it will activate the parts of the brain that affect the body. And I don't know how it does it, but it, it makes everything work together, creating the energetic aspect, the spiritual, the physical, the mental, and gets them all together. And if you do it just before sleep, it continues while you sleep. And boy, I'll tell you, there's times where I would wake up in the morning and I could not believe that my back pain was actually gone. So now I'm going to tell you another really quick story. This one's pretty cool. This one kind of blows me away, but it might blow you away too. Who knows? <laughs> I had... Um, not long ago, probably five, six years ago, I had plantar fasciitis in one of my feet. If any of you know what that is, you're like, oh my God, I feel so sorry for you. And you may still have it because what it is, it's that tendon in the arch of your foot. It gets very tight and it's very painful, especially when you wake up in the morning, it's hard to walk. One of my clients, many years before I ever had plantar fasciitis, she had her tendons cut in order to relieve the pain, but it didn't relieve the pain. During our sessions together, and she wasn't there for that, but since I knew she had that, in our sessions together, for whatever we were working on, I also would give her suggestions about her feet and the healing and what was going to happen in her feet. And back then, I didn't know what plantar fasciitis was, but, but I got rid of it for her in like two or three weeks. She says it's the weirdest thing. It's just gone. My feet feel fine. 
So when I had it in my one foot, I did a little research. There's a little ball um, that you can push on that's very painful that's towards the back of the arch, and that's part of the plantar fasciitis. And apparently somehow that's responsible for the um, spasms in the, in the fascia. Ugh. So what I did was I would do some hypnosis sessions to myself several times a day because, oh boy, I was not going to let this thing continue. Because it had been going on for a couple weeks or so, and I was finally to the point where, what is going on with my foot? So I would imagine going all the way down through my body, just like I told you, going all the way into my foot, finding the little ball from the inside of my foot, imagining what it looked like floating all around it. And this, what this did was it gave my brain a real chance to create sort of a 3D rendering, but it was actually, you know, connecting with what it is, creating the mechanism so that my brain has this connection with this place in my foot. Okay. It's real different than just visualizing my foot is getting better. My foot is going to heal. My foot's going to feel fine. It's way different than that. I think that's why some of us hypnotherapists have such miraculous results because we actually take it to a different level of you know, really connecting with your body from the inside. How cool is that? Okay, so I go into my foot and I start dissolving the ball. And I'm imagining this ball dissolving gently and peacefully and getting very soft and kind of mushy and dissolving. And then I would go and imagine that I'm soothing that, um, that fascia, that tendon or whatever it is that's in the arch of your foot and I would be soothing it and gently stretching it but just with my thoughts you know and and painting a nice healing light on it and doing that and I think it was three or four days and my foot was completely better which is well, that's a miracle for plantar fasciitis completely better um so and, and the pain was so bad every morning the pain was so bad like for an hour I could barely walk I mean I had to hobble on that one foot because it was and you guys, some of you know what I'm talking about. But people have it for years. Okay, so now let's go fast forward to about four or five months later. Talking to my brother Richard on the phone. And he says he has plantar fasciitis. And I said, oh, you poor thing. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Because I had it like for a few weeks and it was horrible. And then I finally realized I want to make this go away to get rid of it. And I did. And so I was talking to him about that and he was telling me like how painful his is. He has it in both feet and all the things he's done to try and cure it that the doctors have tried to do and, um, and telling me, you know, the details of it. Huh. Funniest thing. A few hours after that phone call, my foot, and even right now talking to you, telling you this story, this is how powerful the cellular memory is and the brain is in recreating the problem. My foot right now has this weird little tight feeling in it. It's my right foot, the same one that I, my left foot, feel nothing. So a few hours later, my, my foot tightened up. The arch started having these little spasms and the pain was there. And I swear to you, I can feel it right now. I'm telling the story. It's not like it's real bad, but it's just, it's just that little reminder that says, Hey, I'm here. I'm your foot. I'm listening. And so I kind of ignored it, but a few hours after that, I noticed that it was getting actually truly painful, that my foot was actually tightening, tightening up again, just because I listened to his story. We talked about it. We talked about what he could do for it. My brain knew how to reactivate the, the, oh, whatever, the, I don't know, the, the triggers that activated whatever it was that originally caused the plantar fasciitis. 
So I stopped what I was doing, took a few deep breaths, I closed my eyes and I went down through my body, down into my foot and said, you're completely comfortable, you're healed, there is nothing wrong with your foot. And I went in and I just soothed it and reminded the cells in my foot that it's happy, healthy, and it loves to run and bounce and play and spin and do all those things. And then it went away in just like 15 minutes or so and it was gone. Now, what you learn from that is when you think something is not curable or that it can't be healed or it won't go away, it's because your brain only focuses on that particular thing. Your brain is just not focusing on anything else except that problem. Think about how much work and time and effort and doctor's appointments and prescriptions and health insurance companies and everything you've put into your condition, whatever it is, right? Whether it's back pain or some ugly skin rash or plantar fasciitis or IBS or migraines or whatever, that's all you focus on. That's all you spend time on. So your brain is only activating all of the things necessary to continue and perpetuate that particular problem. I almost brought back my plantar fasciitis because I simply indulged in the conversation about it. And even right now, as I talk to you about this, there was a weird little feeling in my foot. That's how easy it is to perpetuate a condition that may not even need to be there in your body. It's possible that whatever your condition is, there's really no physical need for it anymore and it could be gone. You know, phantom pain teaches us a lot about the these conditions and about having pain in our body because someone who's, you know, they've had something amputated, the brain still perceives the foot, for instance, as, as in that trauma state. Like one of my clients who lost her leg in a motorcycle accident, her brain still perceived her foot as being smashed and it not healing. So the brain just never got the message back that it was healed. And so she still had the pain until we simply in hypnosis told her brain that this foot is, you know, it no longer needs to send these messages of pain back and forth to the foot and to the brain. But that tells us a lot about how the brain perceives pain, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay. So here's what we're going to do. Um, five minutes about, I'm going to just take you through a process that you're going to use to work on correcting a condition wherever it is in your body. Now, another way to do this is you want to do this for a lot longer. You want to spend a good 15 to 30 minutes working on this in that microscopic detail. If you want me to lead you through it, you get the body mastery program or the pain relief program. The body mastery program can be used for any condition anywhere in your body. And there's a, uh, one of the sessions that's about targeted healing. Um, there's n another that's releasing like the emotional content of the thing. And another one releases the mental aspect of whatever the illness is. And it goes through all these levels, but the targeted healing does a process very similar to this, but it does it for much longer. So, and, and then the headache one, you know, same thing with all of them. And, and if you want a little assistance, this is definitely a great way to do it is to get my CDs to do it. And it's a lot cheaper than most of the other routes out there. It's funny though, people go like, okay, it's getting so bad. I'm going to try hypnosis as a last resort. Or they'll say, I just didn't know what else to do. I finally decided to try oh, hypnosis. Well, you might want to try it first. You know, I've, I've had a lot of referrals from doctors over the years and they're pretty amazed. There's, there's just no reason why you shouldn't go ahead and do that in addition to all your medical care. It's complementary. It's not alternative. It's not instead of your medical care. It is, um, in addition to it. Why not? You know, there's no downside. Trust me.
All right, ready? Go ahead and take a deep breath. Ah, oh, let it all the way out. Good, let the tension out of your body. Let your eyes close for a moment right now. And just feel your body relaxing. Now when you do this on your own, I want you to take several minutes to really relax your body. The more relaxed you are and the more time you take to allow your body and your mind to go into trance, the more you're going to create this deep and profound connection to tap into the healing wisdom of your mind, your brain, your body, your emotional self, your spiritual and energetic body. So for right now, take a few more deep breaths. Let your eyes close. Let the muscles in your face relax. Sink and drift down. Beautiful. So now, as your eyes are closed and your eyelids have melted into your cheeks, I just want you to notice that beautiful velvety darkness behind your eyelids. And just float and drift and feel a wonderful sense of contentment right now. And imagine for a moment that you can go all the way back into your brain, just observing all the cool things about your brain and how it works. All those places in your brain that know how to send messages to your body. And as you're floating around in your brain, imagine that you can find the part of your brain that controls the signals to the part of your body that's been having some trouble. And as you find that part of your body, you know that the brain is beginning to send and receive messages to interpret the information from that part of your body. So you go to that part of your brain right now and you notice it as a color or an image or an energy. Or perhaps you see little wires or sparks of electricity or neurons and dendrites. Perhaps you see buttons or levers. And in that part of the brain, you begin to realize that it is actively communicating with that part of your body where you'd been having some trouble. So now I'd like you to follow the pathway from that part of your brain all the way to that place in your body that is ready to have healing. So go ahead and travel down through your brainstem from the inside. Isn't it beautiful and interesting? And notice the way the nerves send all the messages and follow it all the way to that part of your body. Noticing how it's sending the information through all the nerves, the tissues, the bones, and go to that part of your body right now. And notice your observation from inside of your body, the condition of that part of your body. Is it swollen or inflamed or is it irritated? Is it rough? What color is it? What texture is it? Spend some time looking at it and just observing what's happening right there. Good. And now just imagine what it is that it needs. Does it need some cooling and some soothing? Is there some repair that needs to be done? 
Could you repair some of those tissues? Could you smooth the rough edges? Could you cool down something that's just too hot or inflamed? Now take a moment to go in even deeper, even closer, as if you're seeing microscopically what's happening with the cells. Can you create an energy around the cells that infuses them with a healing light? Can you change the programming in the very cells by surrounding them with this light that codes the cell for healing? And could you spread that light through all the cells in that part of your body that sends a message of healing? And as you do that, notice what sensations are starting to happen in that part of your body. Notice what feelings that you experience even now after just a few minutes. Now I want you to zoom back out and just begin observing that area again, kind of three-dimensionally, travel all around it. Notice if there's any area around that needs a little bit more healing, a little more repair. If you could paint a beautiful cool gel to cool it down or use that paintbrush to bring in that healing light. Good, and now begin to travel back in the same pathways of the nerves, the tendons, the bones, back up to your spine, all the way up through your spine to your neck, bringing that message of healing, of supreme health, of beautiful health to your brain. Bring it all the way back to that part of your brain and allow that part of your brain to simply adapt and change, releasing the old messages of discomfort and replacing it with messages of health healing, wisdom, good. So now bring your awareness back to yourself and your body here in this place where you're at. Take a nice deep breath. Let it all the way out and now send a wave of gratitude from the top of your head all the way down to the bottoms of your feet and to the very tips of your toes, good. And one more, a wave of gratitude from the top of your head all the way down to the tips of your toes. Deep breath again. Good. And open your eyes. Now you might still be in trance just a little bit. But after you're done, in a couple minutes with my recording, I just want you to go ahead and take more time to go into that part of your body using the same principle and allowing your body to get the full benefit that you can of this healing. And also send this recording to a friend as well if you know someone who's struggling. The main thing I want you to get from this is that you change your thought about how something is just set in stone. A, a woman who had been coming to me for, she had a driving phobia, but she also had carpal tunnel in her wrist, she mentioned, and she was going to be having surgery in three weeks. So while we worked on her driving phobia, I also, during our sessions, would send and infuse her wrists with some healing light and have her brain do this process just for a few minutes in each session. So three weeks later, she went in for another MRI right before the surgery so they could decide what they needed to do. And they said, your carpal tunnel is gone. And carpal tunnel is real damage to joints and tendons and wrists or, you know, bones or whatever. And it was gone. 
it was totally gone, so she didn't have the surgeries. So I want you to kind of suspend some of your beliefs that are about conditions being incurable, maybe what some of the doctors have told you. They told me my back pain would never go away. It would only get worse. I had degenerating discs in my neck and back that were only going to get worse. And, and I, oh, I sat and cried sometimes because I was so scared. Haven't had a back problem in, God, 12, 15 years or so. And, you know, sometimes I get a sore back. And if I feel like that's happening, I do the process and I get rid of it. You know, sometimes within just a few hours, it's gone. So I want you to let go of your beliefs about you being stuck with this illness or that your condition is permanent or that nothing can work. Go ahead and invite a miracle into your life. It, hell, that, oh, <laughs> I didn't mean to say that. Heck, it's, um, it's free and it, there's no downside. There's no nasty side effects, you know. Even if you've been depressed for a while, like this man that said, you know, my wife has been depressed for 20 years and I got her your CDs are called My Life and it's for depression. He said, in two or three weeks, my wife is back. The light's back in her eyes. said, thank you so much for giving me my wife back. We actually have conversations now. Um, another woman that had agoraphobia for eight years. That means she did not go out her front door for eight years. Did not go out the front door. She had a family and a husband and stuff and she couldn't go anywhere with them. Four days of listening to some CDs. They were called Happiness 101. Four days after that, she goes out the front door. She says, and after that, I liked it so much, I got in the car and went to the grocery store all by herself. She says, I loved it so much, the next day I went fishing with my husband. <laughs> Amazing. And that was it. And they, she said at one point during the eight years, the doctors had her on 22 medications at the same time to try and get rid of her agoraphobia. It's amazing. She sent me a list of all the things they did to try and get rid of it. So I invite you to have a freaking miracle in your life. Go ahead and work on it right now. There's no time like the present. And remember, go ahead and infuse your body with a lot of love because, you know, there's no downside to filling yourself with love. You are an amazing and miraculous human being. You are worthy of having a miracle. I love you and care about you, even if I don't know you. Because if you're listening to this, we have a connection. We do. And, and I really do care about you. So if you need my help, go buy some of my CDs. I have some, you know, miracles that'll come to your mailbox. Uh, and if not, just go ahead and do this process that you learned and pass it on to a friend so that they can learn as well. Have a, an, ah, hmm. <laughs> I just got a little choked up for a second there. <sighs> have a miraculous day. I love you. Bye-bye.